Star Wars 7x7, episode 596. Today, the definition of Star Wars canon gets a little more confusing again. <laughs> we'll sort it out for you. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and I'm very glad to be talking about this particular topic because it's been one that I've been wanting to address for the past week and this is finally my opportunity to get it into the schedule to do it because with the whole erasing of the expanded universe, I mean maybe erasing isn't the proper word to use, maybe the relegating it to legends and calling it not canon anymore... Now, of course, the question of what is canon and what isn't canon is back relevant again. (laughs) You know what it had been back in the days before the Extended Universe was made into legends. There had been, you know, the G canon and the T canon and the S canon and the this, that, and the other canon. And yeah, now we're past that anymore. Now it's either canon or not canon. Or that was the case, kind of. And now apparently things have changed particularly because of the fact that the folks behind Lego products and Lego animation are creating all sorts of TV series and specials and video games and all of this other content around Star Wars. And I guess we had to ask the question at some point about whether any of this was quote-unquote official canon, and especially since the team at Lucasfilm had said that anything coming out in this new era would be delineated as canon, period, paragraph, end of story. But I guess it's not really that simple, especially when it comes to Lego stuff. So in particular, the three most recent things that have been talked about in the Lego Star Wars universe are the new series, The Freemaker Adventures, and then there's also a Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens video game coming out, and there are going to be short little prequel videos to The Force Awakens as well that are Lego-based, and somebody had asked on Twitter whether this was going to be considered canon. (laughs) I'm sure it's not the first time that stuff like this is going to be asked about, and certainly it's it's not going to be the last either. But specifically, the Freemaker Adventures was what was being asked about. And one of the gentlemen who worked on the series, Bill Motts, said that, quote, we are in continuity with canon, but are not canon. And Leland Chi had been brought into the conversation and said, in the holocron, I call it Lego canon. So naturally, the question comes up whether that should be described as L-canon, which gets us back to the whole G-canon, T-canon, S-canon, all that stuff. And Leland T. replied that he doesn't really use the letter system anymore. Now, i got to say, I'm both relieved and unsurprised at this result. The idea that all of the Lego content could possibly have been canon would have been a real blow to my interest and desire to become more versed in the Star Wars universe again. I mean, I'm not saying that I dislike the Lego stuff or anything like that. It's actually rather funny, and I enjoy the heck out of watching my kids, uh, particularly Scorekeeper Declan, play any Lego video games, and they certainly enjoy the cartoons also. But yeah, to try and add a whole Lego universe into trying to absorb the new world of Star Wars canon, yeah, that would have been... Uh, shock to the system to say the least. But it does raise the question of where the canon line is being drawn. And I guess you could make the case that because Star Wars is licensed to Lego, that anything that gets licensed is probably not canon and is definitely not going to be officially canon. 
But then you get into things like, for example, all the early reader books that were released, some of which were marked with the Journey to the Force Awakens banner across the top of them. Those were supposed to be flagged as being things that were giving us clues into what could happen in The Force Awakens or what characters could appear or what uh, creatures or vehicles and that sort of thing. But I think, I think that the canon conversation is really supposed to be targeted at adult fans of Star Wars and of the franchise. So therefore, since Lego Star Wars stuff is definitely targeted at younger audiences, then by all means that wouldn't be canon. And so therefore, like, you know, level one, level two, young reader things that are targeted at first and second graders, say, for example, uh, those things ought not to be canon because I don't think that the folks in the Lucasfilm story group are intending for all of their adult readers to go scouring the earth for all the elementary school reading texts. (laughs) And so far it seems like the youngest thing, or at least the youngest pitched thing that I see out there that seems to be designated as definitely canon is that compilation of stories about Poe and Finn and Rey called Before the Awakening and according to Amazon it says it is targeted at readers from 8 to 12 years old. Yes, of course, 8 would then put it in second grade, but even so, it seems like that is not, when you look at it, any sort of I'm learning to read training book. It's actually intended as a book that will stand alone by itself and not used for educational purposes or at least targeted in that way. But I'd love to know what you think. How far are you chasing canon down the line, down the age levels? And where do you think it should stop? Do you think that canon stuff should be down to 8 to 12-year-old readers? Should it be in the upper middle grade ones, like the Weapon of a Jedi and Moving Target and Smuggler's Run books that were released? Or should it stick with the adult novels only, like uh, Heirs of the Jedi and Lords of the Sith and Star Wars Aftermath and those sorts of things? Chime into the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, time for a canon-approved Force Awakens trivia question. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you how many of Unkar Plutt's thugs tried to ambush Rey and steal BB-8, and that is two. Today's question, what location from the original trilogy did Rey see in her vision? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get scammed by Obi-Wan's wordplay, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a certain point of view, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.